live now. Yeah, we, we didn't yes, before. We live. We oh, Tr <laughs> like Schrodinger's stream of I, yeah. We're do we exist when we're not streaming? Is is, is that the like? Is that the existential? Oh yeah, like of, if a podcasters of... stream in the woods and nobody's there watching them, are they still podcasters? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm having a <laughs> crisis now because we have no one watching us. Have you ever really looked at your hands, Kyle? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is under these white gloves? <laughs> Exactly. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 53 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. My name is Kyle Springer. I am joined on the other side of this existential podcast by <laughs> Melissa Wilkinson. Yes. <laughs> Melissa, are you even real? I've never uh, met you in person. It's only been through a computer. So I, I, I don't know if you actually solid. exist. Yeah. Well... <laughs> I'll 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 take your word for it. <laughs> I'll, we'll get there one of these days. Like, well, we have to meet each other in person just to like prove it. Like, neither of us have been talking to like a ghost or a centaur or anything or like a that. Robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! So we had a bit of a crazy night last night. Or yeah, I, I did. You guys, do we survived? Uh, we had a big storm that came through yesterday uh we normally record this podcast uh on friday nights we are recording this on a saturday night and mm -hmm. normally a storm wouldn't be all that bad it wouldn't it, you know it's like hey it's storming out yeah. you know it's fine we can still do our, our thing but it was supposed to be a really bad one so i was kind of worried about losing power mm-hmm of of just like I I have a I have a feeling that something like that is going to happen. Uh, thankfully, it did not. But once it started storming, all hell broke loose, <laughs> and this was about an hour or so before we started recording. Mm -hmm. And I I should have recorded it because it was hailing for about <sighs> the first hour and a half, and it's it just it sounded like. Rocks were hit, hitting my windshield, that, that is and what it hail was is. super loud, and it was well, just it's like not rocks, it's ice, but it right. makes the same sound as a rock. It's, <laughs> it's a like sonically rock. the same, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's exactly what it sounded mm. like, and I was like, "There's no way we're gonna be able to record through all of that." Because um, yelling at each other. <laughs> Why was that? Why did you say speak up, Jenny? <laughs> I, can't, I can't hear you. Uh, but so yeah, so because I have a big window right in front of me here uh, that I I guess it's not a big one; it's actually a super small one. But we still have one, and it's right next to the microphone. And so yeah, we'd be getting all of these pew 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 pews on on the windows, and that would be very bad for the audio. So I was like, "You want to just do it tomorrow?" Yeah. And like here we are. Last it was night wild though. St. Louis had an incredibly mild plane night. Like our apartment complex pool is open now for the season and it's yeah. a nice pool. There you they go. split it off and there's a separate family pool and then an adults only pool. Oh. So there's no. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. What about the adults who have family? 
Oh, well, we can go with the other one. Like, there's how well, did there's they a choose? Pool, there's it's a pool another crisis. and then there's like in a pool for adults who want to like hang out and drink. Okay. So we went to the hang out and drink pool, and it was actually fairly chilly. Like not chilly, but it's like oh, it's only seventy degrees. The pool is too cold, so we were only there for like twenty minutes, and then we came back. Oh man, that's so you guys perfect. had this giant terrible storm, and we're like. So mild, so plain, <laughs> so unremarkable. It doesn't really get all that humid where you are, has it? Oh, no. Nope, nope. Yeah. We are an exceptionally humid city. Really? Yes. Interesting. Because we, we get really humid over he here. And uh, when my ex came to visit... Um, this was a, back when they were still dating. It was her first time in Virginia on 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 the East Coast, and she was like, "Oh, it's kind of humid where I live. I know what humidity is like." And I was like, "No, you don't. No. You really don't. Don't underestimate that." And 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 yeah, she she was like, "Oh, I'll I'll be fine." And so she came to visit, and she was here, and she walked outside and was like, "What is this? What? Mm -hmm. Why am I like soaking wet?" This is disgusting. Yeah. Like this welcome. is not good. This is not fun. I was like, "Welcome to Virginia." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I because I, I I I have this thing in my mind that like if you're not next to water or if you're like in the middle of the country, it it, it is not humid. It is more dry. You heard of the Mississippi River, Kyle? Yes. Well, that's us. Okay. We're right I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> Mississippi River and the Missouri River and put them all together. It's real sticky around here. That makes sense. I guess I have... I'm just real dumb. I'm one of those <laughs> dumb kids. It's <laughs> okay. I have a Virginia <laughs> question to ask yes. you. So St. Louis is a big sports town. It's a bigger sports town than usual right now because our hockey team has made it into the Stanley Cup competition. It's us versus Boston. You guys have humidity. You have a hockey team. I'm learning all sorts of things I we've, didn't expect from St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, yeah, we've got uh, Cardinals baseball and Blues hockey. Mm -hmm. And Rams football went out to Los Angeles where yep. the air is dry. Who would ever want that? But we've got baseball and hockey left, and we love them very much. And the hockey team did the hockey real good, so the entire town is going wild. Like I was driving around today and every time mm -hmm. I saw a public fountain, like outside of like an office park or a little neighborhood sign or whatever, yeah. they had all dyed the water bright blue, like regular water blue is not good enough for our boys. The water needs to have hockey pride, make it as blue as possible. Okay. The whole <laughs> town is on about this. <laughs> How is, is that? I mean, I guess none of that stuff is drinking water, so it doesn't really matter, and they can just filter it out or, or replace it or who knows what. But yeah, like how that just seems like it'd be like, I feel like the city would hate that. I'm just like, God, oh, man, I gotta clean all this shit up. <laughs> I don't know. I think like sports pride beats a lot of other things around sure. here. We're a, we're a very upbeat, supportive city. I was wondering, I looked at a map of the United States. Yes. Because I'm like, I don't know if there's any sports from Virginia. And I don't know what your next closest, like, major metropolitan city is for that to be your sports. 
because I've never needed to borrow another city's sports. We've got our own. Well, I guess now we don't have a football. Mm-hmm. It's like some people will go for the Kansas City Chiefs or like the Green Bay Packers or a fairly close option. The Bears yeah. even. What, what about you? Like, I so, I know you are not a sportsman necessarily, but I'm just curious. Like, what what is Virginia a fan of? Uh, we, we have a little, little bit of everything. Okay. Uh, so we don't have a professional football team. I don't know anything about hockey, so I can't fill you in there. The closest football t- t- team is the Washington Redskins. Okay. But we get a good mix of, like, Redskin fans or Baltimore Ravens fans. It's, it's like the D.C. metropolitan area, that whole DMV Correct me if I'm. I thought the Washington Redskins were the state of Washington. No, Washington D.C. Okay, whoop. (laughs) I was. I've been wrong about that the whole time. (laughs) They're on the other side of the country. (laughs) This is how little I know about sports. Yeah. Um. I only know the ones we we have. We have them. We have some good college football teams. We have Virginia Tech. uh, All right. Stuff like that. You know. Um. VCU, I, I I don't they have an okay basketball t- team. Uh, so I, when I was a mm-hmm. sophomore in college, uh, going to VCU, that was when VCU first made it into the the big March Madness thing. It was a whole okay. like, whoa, we made it into the tournament. <laughs> whoa, we won the first game. Well, holy shit, we we're still winning. We we made it to the final four. What the hell? Like wow. what is going? And yeah, the whole town just erupted and stuff like that. And it was wild. Uh, so I've 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 been in like we don't he- really have like a team to latch on to to be like yeah these are our sports teams when they win we go yeah. wild. Blah. Um, but we we did for VCU when that happened, and then I happened to be. Uh oh, let's see. I lost Melissa's oh, camera dang. for a second there. You still with me? I am. You can hear me, can't you? I can hear you. I can't see you though. Am I back now? Back. now? Yeah. Okay. Uh so oh. we will continue. Um but a couple years before that when I was doing all my college tours, I was up in Pittsburgh when they won the Super Bowl. And that was wild <laughs> cuz they they are absolutely football hands they rioted cops were out everywhere yeah that was something to see we're a polite sports city like you hear tales of like i think it's philadelphia where the fans are like infamously honorary and will like throw Mm -hmm. batteries at the opposing teammates we're that's what they were doing in pittsburgh (laughs) no st louis it's got that midwestern politeness and good-natured spirit to it like we fight chicago a lot Mm -hmm. so people will yell at you for wearing the wrong hat but nobody throws anything Oh, I just wanted to bring this up because like the other week we were talking about casinos and I'm like, yeah, casinos are all over St. Louis. And you're like, I've seen a casino in real life like twice. I'm like, I've we're seen from a more big... than that, but they were all in like Montana and Wyoming and they were all on like Indian reservations and stuff like that. So oh, I was just wondering, like, I, I grew up around sports 
are there sports out there where you live? Yeah. How do other so I, cities do sports? I I grew up playing soccer, basketball, and then when I got to high school, I eventually switched to lacrosse. Oh. Um, so- soccer was kind of my main thing. That's what I did most of the time. Basketball was kind of in between. Once I hit middle school, that's when I was like, well, I don't really want to work out and lift weights and do all that stuff. So I'm going to remain small and tiny and (laughs) do all that stuff while everyone gets bigger and faster than me. Um, Mm -hmm. But I I still had somewhat of a natural athleticism so I could keep up and stuff like that. It just it they they were that much more stronger than me so it was like all right well they can get past me mm-hmm, and stuff like mm-hmm. that so i stopped playing basketball and focused on soccer which wasn't really about strength um and eventually i was like well i'm too small to do football but i kind of want to hit people uh so <laughs> hey i hear there's this sport where they give you a metal stick and you can hit people with it can it's I, called can I play that I one? That's what I want to do. It's called lacrosse, lac- lac- uh, which is what I did. So in my sophomore year of high school, I stopped playing soccer, um, and I joined the lacrosse lac- team for two years. Or no, not my sophomore year. I guess that was my freshman year, because I played for two years and then stopped and then focused on art stuff. Like, all right. I'm done. <laughs> They're all bigger and faster than me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I have never tried a sport once in my life. No. <laughs> no. What would I? Not even like a bowling t- team or like a something. <gasps> I'm something not, that's not as like physically in- intensive. Good at anything. Like that's even true. like. Well, in any, like, sport type of event, even, like, the loosest definition of sports, like bowling, putt-putt golf, ping-pong, no, I don't have it. I was given none of those skills. I wonder if there's professional mini-golf players. Ah, dang, there very well could be. They they have to be on another level (laughs) to be like... That's what I'm going to do with my life. Be a professional mm-hmm. mini golf player. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> I have no athleticism or dexterity. Uh, I will go to the mini golf just because I like the set design. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's no other sport that comes with set design. <laughs> just mini golf. So I looked up professional mini golf. U.S. Oh, oh. Pro Mini Golf Association. Affiliate of World Mini Golf Federation. Wow. Here we are on the U.S. Pro Mini Golf Association website. This is ProMiniGolf.com. Yes! Oh, Team USA. Hey, the USA has a team. Of course we do. The Masters of Mini Golf, and it's NB- <gasps> It's they have a headline from back in November that says NBC visited the Masters. <laughs> Where was the Masters of Mini Golf? Oh, Where did you put see. something like that? Let's see what NBC had. Like, what to is say. the mini? Because like, there's so it's many high class, like very this. nice golf courses around the country. They just hosted the PGA the Tour here in St. Louis last year at this big, beautiful golf course. I don't know, like, the Myrtle world. Beach, South Myrtle Carolina. Beach. 
Okay. So I was going to say, I don't okay. know like where the world-class mini golf spots are. Like there's yeah. ones that seem like cool and fun, but I don't know if I've ever heard somebody who does mini golf be like that course. Perfect. I, <laughs> I feel like you would have to hit either like really touristy cities or, or not even cities, but towns. Of, yeah. Of, of like a Myrtle like, beach makes sense. Yeah. Or go, going down to like Cabo San Lucas in Mexico. If they have something down there, yeah. who knows? Uh, yeah, or like Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like a Las Vegas, an Orlando. Yeah. Someplace like that seems like it'd have good mini golf. Like yeah. you can put it anywhere. We've got like really fun mini golf courses. There's one of them I went to that's open. It's all outdoors and it's open until kind of late at night. Like it opens until like 10 or 1030 mm-hmm. on like nights in the summer. <laughs> So you can be out there at night, like golf after in dark. the dark. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And like, it's late enough that there probably won't really be anybody else there. So it's just you like playing around with your friends on this big, awesome. on all these big fake rocks and fake waterfalls at night. <laughs> it's really fun. That's amazing. <laughs> I I would have a blast with that. So jumping off from learning about the world of pro mini golf, I learned some really fascinating things the other week. I did like an internet research deep dive. About what? Preppy men's fashion. On preppy men's fashion. Yes. You, you, I, so I, I see in our docket the go to hell pants. <laughs> go to I, hell pants. I, I remember us talking about them not too long ago. Um. But did did you find more about them that you, that you were like, let me let me oh, share this I with Kyle? Did I tell you about I, this? I think you did. I don't Some, remember you, this. Uh, let me let me pull up the link you have in the thing here. I didn't look. Because I've it been again. telling this fact to a lot of people, but I didn't remember yeah, if I told it. It, it to was you like now. the like. We talk. I don't remember. I've definitely seen this. I just don't. Know okay. where I talked about it or who well, I talked about it. For the listener, with. if you're really baffled, I was learning about pre- I was learning about preppy men's fashion and those pants you see that are very brightly colored or like very obnoxiously patterned, like the super plaid pants. I have or the, the website pants- up here. Oh, yes. my, the yeah. pants that are like bright yellow and covered with like little red lobsters or something like that. Red Lobster's the animal, not the chain restaurant. Like, those incredibly oh. loud pants are officially called go-to-hell pants. And that's the greatest fact I've ever learned. <laughs> <laughs> like, you've help. got your nice stated, like, blazers and Oxford shirts and braided leather belts and, like, your yeah. boat shoes and your go-to-hell pants, which are supposed to be as crazy as they possibly can. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it, like it's it's funny because their website has a whole bunch of pictures and examples, but then they have like a whole manifesto of like this is what how you wear them, yes, this is what they mean, this is them, the philosophy behind them. them. Yeah, so that's so strange I to me. I loved reading about it. I oh, that's I love reading about men's fashion because I think it looks so great and it's so comparatively simple to women's fashion 
that I want to know how it all gets put together and what its rules are and how much you can make out of shirt, pants, jacket, shoes, like these very basic it's like Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Men's fashion is like Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> you have a couple basic things. How many different ways can you combine them? And the go to hell pants are, I guess, like all the like the spicy sauces. You sure. know, like that jalapeno cream sauce that they yeah. put on the quesadillas or something. <laughs> That's funny. Cause I like I'm I'm not I'm not super into fashion, or at at least this kind of fashion. Like I don't feel like I could ever pull off any of these patterns, or like I I I, I would look so. awful no. with no, the, with that stuff. It's a look I admire a lot. Like. Honestly, the real preppy look is a look I love on a man. I find it very handsome, but I it is not for everyone. Like, yeah. It just doesn't match everybody. You remember when polo shirts were the big thing back when we were in like middle school and stuff like that? Yes. And that was like the, around that was the, the cool rise thing. Of Hollister and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think this is why I like it so much because all my friends were like, that was the thing to like make fun of preppy kids. Like you there couldn't... was that, but then there was also this weird, like, like all the rappers and all the like hip hop oh, artists are gonna yes. start using it because it's nicer, it's more expensive, yes. and so if I you're wearing remember, that stuff, like that lots of have money. yeah, big polo shirts, yes, in that era, yeah, that was that was the hell of a time, kids, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, all my friends were so anti-prep. This was one of those like middle school like cliche like we're kids oh, yeah. and we just need something to rebel against. So it's like look at the you know the kids with their clean cut hair and polo shirts and boat shoes. Ah. They look like they listen to authority. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So like I had a friend group that was so anti-prep and so I was not allowed to say anything nice about it as I've grown up and like maybe only occasionally talk to anybody anymore and like nobody believes that anymore. Like if I walked <laughs> up to any of my old like seventh grade friends be like, are you still mad at preps? None of them. None Hell of yeah, them I am. <laughs> Screw them. <laughs> this crap fire that will burn in me until i die i'm never <laughs> setting foot in a hollister or american eagle <laughs> like i think i i love it so much because i had to secretly like it for uh -huh. a long time that's funny so i like i'm i'm slowly I, I don't even know if i can say upgrading my wardrobe yeah but i'm like buying new t-shirts i i and like buying new jeans and stuff like that just slowly like once a month i'll maybe get myself a new t-shirt from that one company that i like or from that youtuber and i want to mm -hmm. buy their merch because i like their stuff and i want to support them or something like that but yeah like that's I go to work and I, I work at a university and everyone there is in like suits and ties and like button up oh. shirts. And I'm there in like jeans and a t-shirt and a hoodie. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's, it's like. Great. <laughs> My office is super casual. Like there you can just show up in like 
jeans and t-shirts or like, you know, if it's summertime, you you can show up in cargo shorts or whatever. Uh-huh. Like we really don't care. And it's so funny when somebody comes to interview with us and they are dressed in, like, to the nines. Yuck. Yeah. Like there's men in like very nice suits. We're like, yo buddy, like you could show up wearing a barrel and it'd probably be okay. Like we don't care. <laughs> challenge find melissa's work (laughs) (laughs) interview in a barrel (laughs) yeah i like i i'm i'm thankful that they don't really care um but i i i also know like if i do have to do something important then i'll at least wear like a button-up shirt but i don't i don't it'll still be like jeans and a button-up and it's that can be nice even then it's not like a new jeans yeah. As long as you have high quality items, that's important. I spend a lot of money on clothes just because I think my what I want to wear changes so frequently. I'm not like a super seasonal person. I'm not like, what are the new spring trends? I have to have chartreuse for spring. I have to have <laughs> burnt umber for fall. Like, I'm not like that. I just, what I feel like changes fairly frequently like i don't think i hardly have anything that i bought when i was in college like i've got i've cycled all of it out like it like it's still fit i just didn't like want it anymore i I think the oldest shirt that i have right now is probably it's it's one that i don't wear very often i it's it's a white long sleeve t-shirt that i think i had since middle school Oh boy! I think it was my dad's, and it was a hand-me-down, which is why Aww. I don't wear that one at, at, at all. Because like it's one of those ones, like yeah, it's a white long-sleeve t-shirt. I can wear it in the fall or in the winter. Usually, if I have something on top of it, like a j- jacket or something, so it's not mm-hmm. like you're just in this like raggedy old thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that. That's the oldest thing I have. Besides that, I think the oldest thing I have is from college, like a shirt that I bought in college. So, it, yeah. you know, the stuff isn't super, super old. Mm-hmm. It's good to upgrade stuff. I've found I don't like T-shirts like the the older I get. Like, I don't want to wear. Like, I like the things that are on them, but like a T-shirt isn't like the most flattering cut I'd just rather wear, like, a nice blouse or something like that. And I used to be the person that was like, I want to have a t-shirt for, like, everything I'm into. I like Firefly, I have to have a Firefly shirt. I like X-Files, I have to have an X-Files shirt. Like, I had all of them. That's basically me. No! (laughs) I like Pokemon, I need to have a Pokemon shirt. it's, (laughs) It's a good way to live. Like, I like the people that can do it. I just stopped ever wanting to wear a t-shirt for any events besides like eh, i'm just going over to my parents to do laundry and i'm gonna go for a walk i might go to the gym like that's the only time i wear t-shirts anymore so i never yeah. buy them see like i like i do that stuff but i i just i i don't want like i i think i have one shirt from walmart it's one of those ones it's like they're five dollar t-shirts and they're all these like pop culture shirts yeah, that just like yeah. have like i I, I I think I used to have another one and I just don't like them. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel they're really cheaply made. They're usually yeah. like off center or crooked and that bothers me and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I like I if I do buy something from some company or c- 
creator that I like or some show, uh, you know, it has to be merch that I know is like top of the deadline. Yes. Like this is good stuff. It's actually somewhat fashionable for what mm-hmm. it is. You know, it's not like, oh, you have this old raggedy old Pokemon shirt from when you were seven years old. (laughs) I also learned to be like, I learned what good t-shirts were. I used to work at a a t-shirt place Mm -hmm. that was like, when I first got out of college, I did a temp job that I knew was only going to last like X amount of months. Sure. And we've all had those. Yeah. Yeah. I was, um. There was a local college that had a satellite campus for its business school, and they were going to reabsorb that back into the main campus and close down these buildings. And their librarian had retired. They're like, we're not hiring a new librarian for the one semester. We're still going to be open. Can we just get a temp to basically sit in there and just watch the room? And that was me. Was it a student job that they like, hey, let's just see if we can pay a student or something like that no because it was a big like that would have been smart it was a big like like. commuter school like adults were you know getting their master's degree after work sort of thing they just went to this temp agency like can we get somebody to just watch this library like for you know 35 hours out of the week so i did that first but then after that i worked at a pop culture t-shirt place it is like answering customer service emails and I, they had good quality shirts. They were hundred percent cotton, super duper soft. And it, and I was able to get them for super cheap working yeah. in the office or like sometimes somebody would return a shirt to us and be like, you already washed this. We can't resell it. And then it just goes into the freebie pile within the office. Like, Oh, do one of you want it? You can just take it home now. So I got a bunch of shirts like that and they were so nice and soft and, I just spoiled me for other kinds of shirts. Like I will pick up a shirt that I really love the look of and I, it's just like 50 cotton, 50 poly. And I'm like, I can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) The, 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 the travesty. No, like, Oh, I just do. (laughs) I'm not wearing a poly. Life is too short to wear polyester blend shirts. Unless it's like a real low amount, like a, like a quarter polyester might be fine, but no, 50-50 blends are not good. I was real tempted by a shirt I saw at Target that just had the old Blockbuster logo on it, and it said, make it a Blockbuster night. So, like, like, certain ones like that, you have to make yeah, an exception for. I was so tempted, like, but, like, this is, it's mostly polyester. It's it could be, like, a gonna, pajama shirt. It's gonna breathe weird. It's gonna pill up. It's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. Just make stuff so, out of cotton, guys. The, the one shirt that I have from, I, I, I think it was a Walmart, is a Avengers shirt. Okay. And it looks like one of their faces is on the chest, except it has bits of all of their faces. I've seen you wear this shirt yeah, several I've, times. I've yes. worn it on a number of occasions, especially on it's this like a, show. It's like a pie chart, but every exactly. segment of the pie chart is a different hero's I'll, face. I'll, next time I wear it you'll have to remind me to show you there's one part of the pie on there i don't know who it is oh because it's all it's all of i've never looked at it that closely yeah i mean it's 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 a bunch of the avengers of course this was one of the shirts that they made like shortly after the first avengers movie Mm -hmm. came out or something like that and yeah it it has uh like 
Iron Man, Captain America, I can see mm-hmm. Hulk, I can see Thor, I can see Black Widow, I can see Hawkeye, and then there's someone else. <laughs> and it's, I think it's Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider! <laughs> but that's the thing. Ghost Rider Avenger. isn't really an Avenger. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he is, he has been in the comics recently, mm-hmm. but it, it's one of those things like, they're all pulling from the older comics from w- yeah. when that like ghost rider was never an avenger at that time unless i'm grossly m- mistaken but it's just why why not why not like nick fury why not mm-hmm. ant-man who was a yeah. like a founding member why, why not wasp who named the avengers in the comic like why isn't she on here like, like I, it's just like i don't i don't i don't know who this is but it it also like I can see how it could be a skull, but I don't know. Maybe it is Ant-Man, and that's just a weird look at his helmet. And I, I'm like, yeah, I have no idea. It's all these human beings' faces, and then they're just the Punisher logo. It's like yeah. part of that. Who Not knows? Punisher's face, but his logo's face. Yeah, like it has this, like, it, it looks like a white, like, cheekbone thing and then there's like a red outline and a yellow outline which is why i think oh maybe that's fire huh oh weird so it could like it could be the white as the skull and there's fire but i don't know but ant-man doesn't really have yellow and red in his costume at the same time like Mm. t-shirt mysteries exactly melissa yes I got to play video games with my mama. How did that go? It went pretty awesome. Good. Uh, it was on Memorial Day. I had the day off and she is retired. Both my parents are retired. Um, mm. And my, my mom likes doing stuff with me. Oh. Whatever that may be. Um, <laughs> she likes watching movies when we're all there at the, hol- at the holidays and stuff. Excuse me. Um, but it, it, she has a not great attention span. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's the right way to phrase it. She just wants to do a million things. Yeah, moms are like time. that. Like, they'll suddenly remember, like, I should really put a new box of baking soda in the fridge to keep it fresh. Exactly. And she'll <laughs> yeah. just get up in the middle of the f- yeah. film and just go do and just like do you want us to pause it we we okay, we're pausing. Like, no no don't pause it don't pause it i'll i'll figure it out. no you won't mom you'll just talk the entire time and then while we're talking you'll miss the p- 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 parts we're talking over <laughs> anyways um streaming is a big i mean we're live on uh, yes twitch right now um you guys can follow us at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. Um, and I, I like I like the idea of streaming video games and stuff. I don't think I'm cut out for it by myself mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. I feel like I would need someone there with me to because I'm I'm the type of per- per- person who just sits there and like zones out and like will focus on the game. Mm-hmm. I'm not talkative. I don't want to interact and stuff like that you know but my mom i've i've had conversations a 
conversations with her about both animation and vi- 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 video games, and she doesn't really understand them that much. Yeah. But she knows that I like them, and so she often wants me to, like, show her some stuff or, like, hey, what movie should we be watching now? What can we watch when we're all together as a family? You know, stuff like that. Oh. And I'm, I, So I've always done movies and stuff like that, but with all this streaming stuff i can be like hey mom i can actually stream myself playing video games and you can watch those stories oh and 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 she she liked that i did idea so i was like all right i'm gonna pick a game we could both play or you could watch me play that i think you would um like but also one that i think you can participate in some to gain her in interest or like not have her get up in the middle mm-hmm. of yeah. you know I need her to be there so I went with Life is Strange uh, which is one of my favorites mm-hmm. um, and we played episode one on Memorial Day and surprisingly we got through the entire thing hey. uh, in about two and a half three hours something like that uh, and she really liked it I, I, I streamed it out to her over YouTube it was a private stream uh so no one would pop in and be like what the hell is happening here (laughs) um but yeah she she made all of the choices i would sit there and wait for her to tell me which one and she's like oh that one oh no wait wait, now now we need to go back and 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 do this thing so i i I think she really liked it and i think tomorrow sometime as of recording this uh we're going to start episode two that game so nice. i fingers yeah i'm i'm very glad the whole thing i'm glad your experiment has been successful i'm glad you and mom are having fun yeah <laughs> i had a good weekend with my mom we went to uh we went out to brunch and we went to the history museum yeah we you saw mentioned the, that yes we saw the exhibit about the muni which is our local theater here in st mm-hmm. louis it started as the municipal opera a literal century ago oh, wow. and became this summer musical theater it's this big beautiful outdoor amphitheater seats like almost eleven thousand people and you watch these big like broadway quality musicals there's a series of seven of them every summer <laughs> and it's been going on for almost a century i mean they they weren't doing broadway musicals in like 1919 but it became this you know several decades ago and there was a exhibit all about the history of this theater nice beautiful amazing stuff like so many old costumes and props and they talk about how there'd be the this is tevia's milk cart from fiddler on the roof and we used it in this production and this production and this production and then we repainted it and this carried all the newspapers and newsies like how much work goes into it and how much stuff they can reuse and how much has to be like completely original there's a wall of all the stars that have ever been at the muni all of its program covers going back like the entire history of the thing i can look and see like Oh, that's what the program looked like the first year I was ever there. And I can look at all the new programs. And they started a couple of years ago doing an individual cover for each show instead of just a general one for the season. I'm like, yep, I have seen 22 out of 26 of these shows. 
just ah, oh, just a real. This is what I nerd out about very hard. <laughs> is all the stuff that goes on at this local theater, and it was this beautiful, heartwarming like piece of St. Louis history that every and like this is. This was like early on a Sunday morning. It's like maybe 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. on Sunday. The place is still like really not crowded, but like it's decently populated. Like this really draws a crowd. It's really a part of our culture around here about as much as the baseball and the hockey and the beer and everything is and the humidity too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So you went out to brunch with her when you get brunch are 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 you a more breakfast person or do you get like lunch stuff no why get lunch stuff you could do that any old dang time breakfast all the ways always all of it you could get breakfast any old dang time no like (laughs) i can't like i could get a club sandwich so many more times than i could get like an egg and bacon sandwich I don't know why they keep allowing me to get the club sandwich because I'm not a member. <laughs> Rest in peace, Mitch Hedberg. Oh, dang. <laughs> Mitch oh, Ed- Kyle, that's so noble of you to not let me go on thinking that was your joke. <laughs> no, that's Mitch Hedberg. It's one of my <laughs> favorites. And immediately when you said that, it popped in it it popped in my 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 head and i was like i need to <laughs> i went to a donut shop in chicago once that has printed at the bottom of their receipt i don't know why i need a receipt for a donut <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> i had to break the news to some friend like last year that he had died and this mitch hedberg you know. yeah mitch hedberg had died many years ago like early 2000s or something like he was already dead by the time i ever found him and Mm -hmm. i had a friend that had like seen clips of him online and like heard his joke and he's like yeah i really love that guy i'd love to see him sometime i never hear about him touring like there's there's a reason for that friend (laughs) yeah (laughs) i've had to do that to him multiple times like there was some there was a movie that came out a couple years ago and he was saying, yeah, I read Roger Ebert's review of this movie. Like, hold on. Did you, you didn't read Roger Ebert's review. You just read a review that was on Roger Ebert's website. And he's like, no, I think he wrote it. I'm like, no, he didn't. He died in 2009. <laughs> There's just one of his film critic friends. Reviewing movies from beyond the grave. Yeah, it's like that's not what he thought about the Jamie Foxx version of Annie. He can't think anything. <laughs> well, he could, and we just don't know. Like, what a use of a Ouija board. Like, I could talk to any historical figure. I could talk to my grandparents, my ancestors, murder What do you think of this film? Like, I <laughs> asked Roger Ebert, like, can you... See Endgame from the afterlife. Roger, if you're there, <laughs> can, can you tell us? <laughs> what did you think about Detective Pikachu? Roger, please. We need to know. <laughs> Do you have Steak and Shake? Have you ever? No. Okay. Steak I, and I, Shake. I mean, I know what they are. I've okay, good. heard of them, but no, we don't have okay, one good. of these. Because I know they, like, I don't think, you guys are like Shake Shack don't, don't you even have shake shack 
There's, oh, dang. Maybe that's another like West Coast thing. There's, you must have some other diner equivalent out there. But here in the Midwest, we love Steak and Shake. Mm-hmm. And when you were going through the drive through in Steak and Shake, there's all these posters for like our famous like griddled steak burgers and try our fries and, sure. you know, like world class rated milkshakes and all this stuff. It includes quotes from Roger Ebert about how much he loves Steak and Shake. Like he like he wrote a critical review of Steak and Shake and it was all glowing reviews. And there's one <laughs> part that says, if I was to have dinner with the president and I was allowed to pick, it would be Steak and Shake. <laughs> Well, it's a step up from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I always have a special fondness in my heart for him for just like how much he sincerely out of nowhere just adores steak and shake. That's great. <laughs> I'd love to take you to one. Like, there's nothing very special about them except for the fact that they are a great deal and several of them are open 24 hours. You can Dang. roll in and just get yourself some chili mac at like 2 a.m. should you need to. Good stuff. I had a friend come to visit me from England. Not directly from England, all the way over here. She was doing a study abroad program at a school in Pennsylvania. Okay. And then came to St. Louis for a weekend. And the first place I ended up taking her was Steak and Shake. Because they didn't have them where she was in Pennsylvania. You know, there on the East Coast. You don't got them. So I took her to Steak and Shake. And the waitresses were like so delighted. Like you came all the way from England to go to Steak and Shake. And she's like, well, I didn't just come here for this. <laughs> and like, I think the waitress like brought the manager out and she's like, wow, a real she Brit. She came just for shit. you, manager. <laughs> See, I would be that that, that guy if, if, I, if I was the waiter and was like, wow, you came all the way here. And she's like, no, I didn't actually come all the way here. I would still be the one who went and got the manager and, and then just be like, she came all the way for you. <laughs> <laughs> and, every, and everyone's just like, ah, oh, no, don't. I'm just like, hey, you deal with that. I'm going to slide away. <laughs> yeah, we we don't have steak and shake. We don't have... Jack in the Box. Uh, I thought Jack in the Boxes were everywhere. No, they're more like Southwest from what I understand. Yeah. Dang. Um, We have have one that's, from what I understand, is only in like Virginia, North Carolina, and I think, I think South Carolina too. Some state right next to us. Uh, We have one called Cookout. Oh, I've and never heard of a cookout. It's it's a little fast food r- restaurant. Uh, it's only it's usually only a drive through. The ones that I've I've seen, but they have everything. They have Ooh. burgers. They have quesadillas. They have hush puppies. They have shakes. They have hush hot dogs. Puppies. They have wow. tacos. Yeah, they have all sorts of stuff, and it's like dirt cheap. Yes, like every, it's just like. I, I don't know how it's that cheap, but when when you get their like their 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 combo, it's like you can get a burger and a hot dog and a side and a drink for like four dollars. Hot dang. And it's and it's all actually really good. Like you... it it's just like I, I don't un- understand. Like 
this shouldn't be that good. <laughs> I'm going to get myself out there cheap. one of these days, and you got to take food. me to see the wonder that is cookout. <laughs> and if you get out here, I'll show you the wonder that is quick trip. I, I, yeah, we don't have that. Quick trip you... is world class. It is, or at least not that I know of. It's a here. gas station. We have station Wawa. Chain. Yeah, we have Wawa. Wawa is God's gift to Earth. Uh, oh, you never been. In a, we're we're gonna have to compete though, because I think a steak and shake is re, uh, a quick steak and shake is good. A quick trip is real magic. Like <laughs> they're little havens, they're little oasises. I would go out of my way every time to go to a quick trip over anywhere else. Do you guys have Whataburgers? No, that's a little don't. bit farther, like west those. and south than us. I've had Whataburger once. When I went to visit Sam in San Antonio, I had a Whataburger. Yep. And it was very I good. I love them. They are good. So I, you asked me. Cabana. You asked got a me a Virginia question. Yeah. I have another St. Louis Ho-ho! question for you. Yeah. Also kind of in regards to food and things that you guys might do. Um I was listening to the latest episode of the Kind of Funny podcast, Mm -hmm. and they were talking about pickles. Yes. Do you guys eat pickles at movie theaters? Do Do they sell pickles at your movie theaters? Is that a thing? What, just like the pickle in a tube? I Just like a big jar of them that you can buy and they can like scoop one out with tongs oh, and oh there are not like you can just eat a, served, eat a pickle there are not served to you pickles like that i don't think i have seen that there might that might be again like a little bit farther south of us we don't that have was, it that, like i so they were talking a bit, a bit about it because one of them was like looking for a pickle at the movie theater and then remembered oh yeah that's not something they do here in san francisco and and, do they just give you a pickle in a movie theater i've never heard of this so this was andy cortez who was the one who was like i want a pickle uh but he's he's from texas so it they do it huh. down there, and so I, like upon I hearing that, I was that like, being I've a never southern heard thing, of that. Yeah. I've never yeah. heard of that. And so no. I I I texted someone that I knew grew up in Texas. I was like, "Is that a thing?" And they're like, "Yeah, that was a thing. I I I guess I never really did it all that much, but yeah, that was the thing." And I was like, "That's so weird to me." We okay, we don't have that, but there is. I don't know how big of a chain this is. In front of him, like, why would you want a fucking pickle? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> what a out wet, slimy snack! Like, you know, enjoy a pickle, to, you know, if you please. But what a we- it's just weird for a movie theater specifically. Yeah. Do you well, he, have he you ever seen it, a? It was a good combo of the like the like salty, buttery popcorn. Okay, with that this, I like, that makes sense. I, I, I don't like pickles, so I guess they're sweet or something. A pickle can be whatever it wants to be. Sure, yeah. Have you ever heard of a video rental store chain called Family Video? I think so. Okay, I have no idea how far spread this chain is. I might be naming something that is only in Missouri, for all I know. Or maybe it's in 30 states. I have no way of telling. Well, I guess I could Google it. <laughs> Internet is your friend. <laughs> 
<laughs> Kyle, Google Google family video for me while I talk, please. Family video. It's a video rental store, and they've got, you know, ton of snacks, candies, chips, a little, you know, freezer container full of ice cream bars, like mm-hmm. popcorn tubs, things yeah. like that. They do sell pre individually packaged pickles where it's like the tube like the clear plastic pouch full of brine and a big pickle in there and they're almost like otter pops and that there's different like colors and flavors like you've got a little orphan blue or napoleon orange i have very fuzzy memories otter pops i'm gonna have to remind myself about them but they'd be like by the way it's big papa pickle and little dilly pickle Oh, goodness. All right, so Family Video, according to Wikipedia, is a rental, a, a video rental chain located in the United States and Canada. Oh. And, uh, it is headquartered in Glenview, Illinois. Has okay. Has approximately 700 stores in North America with the heaviest concentration in the Midwest. Okay. And but I you looked also up, mentioned uh, Otter Pops. I looked up. I looked up Otter Pops. The Otter Pop characters are Little Orphan Orange, uh, Strawberry Kook. I can't read all of these. Louis Blue Raspberry, Sir Isaac Lime, Alexander the Grape. That's who I was. We trying never to name. Ca- called them Otter Pops. I never even knew that. Like half of the population knew them as Otter Pops. Un un. Until like six years ago. Well, the thing is that Otter Pops is a specific brand of Freezy Pop. Yeah, so I knew them as Flavor Ice. I think Flavor Ice but is just I, another brand just, of just tube with yeah. sugar gel in it. I I always just called them Ice Pops, but like that was the thing. Like I I I was so young that I was like, oh, this is just what everyone calls them. Mm-hmm. But I was a flavor ice kid. I don't trust those otters. <laughs> you, you're afraid of Alexander the Grape's conquest. Yeah. <laughs> Who's he gonna conquer next? <laughs> <laughs> so you went to go see live action Aladdin. Oh, I, I did, Melissa. Do this tell this me week. about that. Yes. Yes. I we've prattled on for so long. I forgot I wrote down like legitimate timely news items on our list. (laughs) Yeah, I just texted a friend I hadn't seen in a while. Like, hey, do you want to come hang out soon? She's like, yeah, do you want to go see Aladdin with me on Tuesday? Like very specifically, Mm -hmm. like, all right. Sounds like a good time to me. You're like, hell yeah, you ain't never had a friend (laughs) like me. Exactly. (laughs) Aladdin was one of my... It was a movie I liked a lot as a kid. Yeah. And like I my Still memories great. actually kick in after like my big fascination with it. Cause I think this was my favorite movie when I was like two, three, and four. And the earliest movie I can actually remember really liking is like the Pocahontas phase that came after that. But I according have my to Pocahontas my phase. <laughs> yeah, according to my older brother, like he would get home from school and I would make him sit down and watch Aladdin with me every day. <laughs> there you go. So I I really liked it as a kid and mm-hmm. I really liked this live action adaptation. Like there nice. are a lot of things that it does very well. Like there's some things that are like 
that just don't match the original animated version you're so fond of, like, you know, in the Prince Ali song, Genie doesn't say a hundred bad guys with swords any longer. Bad guys with swords. Yeah, <laughs> like just saying swords doesn't have the same charm to it. So there's things that are missing, but there's other things that this movie did that I thought were like great improvements, and it's so Interesting. pretty. Like yeah. I like Disney has already done this run of live action adaptations, and I think people have long since like soured on that trend like they're tired of them they think they're unnecessary this is the one that i think needed to be live action the whole time because just agrabah it feels alive now like the original movie yeah. like it's just so like sandy beige colored and yeah there's like it's a very couple, empty yeah there's a couple stands and a couple background extras and like you don't sense that anything is off it doesn't feel empty well, the first time I saw the trailer for this, I'm like, oh, wow, Agrabah feels really alive. It's so colorful. It's so vibrant, vibrant. It's so lively. They like, just what had it does to, though. Like, if that's, yeah. If, if, if you're doing a live action version of that, I feel like you have to take influences from all of those cultures, from Bollywood, yes. all of that stuff, where it's just the, like, everything is ornate. It is packed. It is busy stuff is happening all over the screen like i yeah they, they like they they had to make it look yeah, like that it's... so i'm g g i'm glad it worked out yeah it's it was absolutely worth it for that and i knew i would enjoy it on a like a visual level mm -hmm. i like a lot of the changes they do to the story as well like not to go too deep into it but like jasmine has this lady in waiting now who's like a a fairly major character and she's really charming and she really adds something to the story. And I oh, like, there's more of a conversation about why does Jasmine need to marry some man for him to become the Sultan? Why couldn't she be the Sultan? Wouldn't she be far more qualified than any yeah. other prince or whoever she would marry? She's a lot more like actively engaged in caring for her community which is something I really liked about it. Okay. Yeah. How's, how's the chemistry between Aladdin and Genie? How did Will Smith do? I think he did pretty well. Yeah, I was listening to um, a Disney podcast where the guy who went to see the movie was saying, I feel like it took like half an hour for everything to get going. I feel like nothing clicks until they're in that cave of wonders. I think, yeah, from like friends like me onward, then everything really works. <laughs> I think the best character is Carpet. No disservice <laughs> to anybody else who's an actual speaking person. Carpet's the best. Carpet has always been the best. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Alan Tudyk is the voice of Iago because mm -hmm. of course he is. Yeah, I, I remember when he got cast. I was like, all right, I, I can see I that. Didn't, I didn't remember hearing that, but I see it in the credits and like this makes absolute sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like how the Disney family just accepted him with open arms like how many different things can we put Alan Tudyk into <laughs> he's gonna show up in a Marvel movie next that's the only other realm that he needs to be in or he's he gonna be a voice in Kingdom one? Hearts no no yes he has oh he was in that um that DC TV show powerless that i remember one. that yes. he was bruce yeah. wayne's cousin 
Yeah, he's like a distant Wayne cousin who's like the leader of some, he's like some CEO, but he's super bumbling about it. Yeah, that show was not all that good. <laughs> I saw like one episode and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I, could, I could work with this concept. It's it, it was a totally fine concept, but then it just wasn't execu- executed yeah, it, it very felt like well. It very traditionally sitcom-y. Yeah. As opposed, like, I feel like... If they had actually gone the route of making it more like Parks and Rec or The Office yeah. or something like that would have been fantastic. But they, yeah, I it think... was more of like, hey, this is a sitcom and we're mm. going to make a joke and pause so you can laugh and then we'll continue on. And it's yeah, like, mm-hmm. I... Yeah, there's a... Sitcoms have That's really... Marvel stuff. ...devolved in style. Not to completely jump away from what we were talking about, but yeah, there's like, I think after The Office, like, there's two diverging paths, and you pick one or the other. There's like the, yeah, there's like the Big Bang Theory, How I Met Your Mother style sitcom, or there's the, like, docu-sitcom. Yeah. Which I, I guess they're not really making one of those shows now, are they? Unless I'm, because we, oh. we, 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 when The Office hit, when like season two and three started mm-hmm. coming out of the office and everyone was whoa, 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 yeah. watching it, that was when like Parks and Rec was starting to get started. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had there was one I don't remember what it was c- called, but it was the same kind of thing. It was a little more sitcommy, but it was uh, I think it was called Outsourced. And it was about a company that, that outs- outsources all of their employees to this, like, Indian company. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that one was awful. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they, they had a whole wave of those, like, docu-sitcoms where you're going to sit here and look at the camera when they say something awkward. And Kyle, it's starting you- to rain. You sent your storm over here to me. Can you hear that? I did for like a split second. Okay. Well, it's, I guess the audio is not that bad then. Yeah, this is this is loud. Oh, boy. I can hear that. Yeah. <laughs> we actually had a tornado last week. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Do you get those? We don't. We get hurricanes, though. Oh, you're too close to the coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. This is this is tornado country. Yep. But the country. And it was bad enough that like my parents texted all us kids like, Are you guys all good? I'm like, well, I live in a third floor apartment, so I guess I'll just go into the kitchen. I <laughs> I guess that's the sturdiest place I have. Let's <laughs> cook dinner. Yeah. Just make some food. It'll yeah. Good. Yeah. There is the joke of whenever a really bad storm comes along, no matter how bad it is, Midwesterners are just out there on their front porch just looking at it. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, exactly. I, I have a good friend in, uh, in Oklahoma. And, oh, yeah. And, and she, I guess they had the tornado or two uh, like a week or two ago, and she was showing me a video of, of, of this thing. And, yeah, there's just people outside just watching it i'm like i aren't like will they go home like what are they yeah. like no they're just gonna sit there and watch it and i was like all right oh, yeah. whatever <laughs> well 
Yeah, I can kind of hear it. We'll <laughs> we'll continue on. Yeah, Who how cares? are you feeling about this audio? Because I can't judge. We don't have that much more okay. to go. Right. Anyways, I did want to ask you about mm-hmm. uh, more P- P- Pixar stuff. Have yes! you seen the new trailer for Onward? I did see that. I'm so excited for this one. So I don't, I, I didn't know they, this was in the, I mean, I'm, I know they're always making more movies and stuff like that, but I, yeah, I, this is the first I've heard of this one. I think I tried to tell you about it once. That might've been something that got put on the docket. Probably went in one ear and out the (laughs) other. Um, but, but yeah, what did you think? I'm very excited for this. I re- I'm a big fantasy nerd. This is one of our dividing points. I yeah, know you're I'm, not. I'm not. <laughs> I love fantasy and I love the suburbs. And there's plenty of urban fantasy out there, but not a lot of suburban fantasy. And this I really Looks liked like an, every like little gag they that. put every little gag they put in this trailer. I am intrigued about what the story is going to be. I remember hearing that um when Pixar pitched just the plot summary of this movie to Chris Pratt when they were casting him, mm-hmm. he cried at the summary of the plot. So this seems like this is going to be one of those gut-punching Pixar movies. Oh, man. Yeah, it looks like... The, the, the concept looks like, what if we take all these like fairy tale creatures and mm. just put them as human characters in the suburbs what if instead of raccoons getting into your trash it's unicorns yeah what if instead of dogs as pets you have dragons Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that and yeah i i i think it looks good has pixar ever done a buddy cop film because i feel like that's what this is gonna be they're gonna go it's his brother and him gonna go on a quest is what it sounds like kyle would you not classify toy story as a buddy comedy not really really i i I mean i mean sure i i i guess you could i don't know I, i think of it as one of the classic buddy comedies like you know you got your like lethal weapon or planes trains and automobiles men in black i don't know toy story goes up there yeah that i mean yeah i i i guess you're right i i i i don't know i i i feel like the whole thing of like the the family aspect Mm -hmm. behind toy story like shines through more if if that makes sense and that's why it, it didn't initially come Mind, I'd consider this... that a buddy comedy. Inside Out is almost a buddy comedy in some regards. Yeah. This, I think, more specifically because they are in a car going on yeah. some journey. You, yeah. you, know, you know, it's these brothers that about to do something. I like that's what's like, okay, this is going mm-hmm. to be a buddy cop some somehow, some way. Who knows? Mm-hmm exactly what maybe they'll venture out into the forest and find humans wild humans <laughs> in their well, natural they, they habitat already, <laughs> the good dinosaur already had a wild human it was a dinosaur with a human for a pet yeah but what if they're like i, 
I, I don't know how this fits into the Disney Pixar theory <laughs> of how they're all connected, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe they do something like yeah, that. I'm, I'm very intrigued by this. This seems like uh, a different direction for them. Like they've never, I was, I was saying like they've done a lot of other buddy comedies. This is a setting and like a set of tropes they've never really played with before. Yeah. I think it'd be good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm always, I shouldn't say always, because there's still some I haven't seen. I'm always up for watching Pixar films. Yeah. I don't necessarily go see them in theaters right away, though. Mm. Yeah, I've, I have also missed the last couple ones. Like, my dad looked at a trailer for Coco, and he's like, I'd yeah, kind of like to I see that. I have seen that one. So I didn't see it in the theaters because I was like, oh, I'll go see it with my dad because we used to go to the movies all the time. And that's just sort of dropped off mm-hmm. now that it's so much easier for him to watch any movie at home. And he doesn't have to leave his recliner yeah. and his 60 inch TV he already has. But I miss the experience. So I'm always trying to get him to go to the movies with me. And we did not get out for Coco. I d- I'm hoping I can get him out for either Endgame, maybe Rocket Man. Rocket Man seems like one of those movies I could convince my parents to go see. I don't care go. what it is. I just wanted to have things... my parents take me to a movie again. We we have a different kind of blockbuster c- culture mm-hmm. now. Like they're 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 when Steven Spielberg was in the height of making like this is the summer blockbuster and stuff like that. Like. It was that one. You just went to go see it, whatever it was, and that was it. Now I feel like we have, we we almost get that year round now. Yeah. But I, and so so we we kind of lost it. But then I I feel like even now we're starting to make a new blockbuster. Are you following me here? Or am I a crazy person? I, no, I think like summer is still the time for movies, but you can also have like a massive hit that feels summery, like any time of year, like well, Pacific Rim was a March movie. need it to feel summery, but like, but this like idea it's on that, that big level of movies big can come out. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the fall or in the winter mm. or, or stuff like that. But I feel like we're just starting to make a new kind of blockbuster. Like we yeah. have the Mission Impossible Fallout, we have the Avengers yeah, yeah. Endgame, we have you know we we have stuff like that that are starting to like I don't even know what you would call them or how you would descri- describe them, but yeah, like they're almost on another level. Like this is one you need to experience yeah. in the theater, like. I don't mind missing something like I don't know what's a movie that's coming out. I don't. That's not a Marvel one. I I don't know. I'm so behind on all of this stuff, you guys. <laughs> uh, so that like this movie that is out recently, Bright Burn. Mm-hmm. It's it's a superhero, almost like a spoof on a like an Elseworld Superman story. It looks like yeah. what if Superman was bad when he was a kid? Like mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need to go see that in the theaters. No, I'm interested. I might wait yeah. till it's on Netflix or something. But Endgame? Hell no! I am watching that in the theaters. Yes, like yeah. Like there's certain ones you just need to go. Yeah, like experience. And I think the at home experience is becoming so much stronger. Mm-hmm. At the same rate, like 
the pop culture zeitgeist and like spoilers and like something light like Endgame is also becoming stronger to where there's very good reasons to go out and see a movie as soon as you can and also very good reasons for I will be completely fine waiting till I can watch it at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I love I'm a big movie goer. Not in that I go terribly often, like in a year I probably do see like a dozen movies, so maybe about once a month, you know, but I make a big production out of it. Like I'm excited to go to the theater. I don't just pick whatever's closest. I like pick a day, pick a time. We're going to that theater, even if it's not very close because Mm -hmm. we like that theater the best. We're going to get dinner. We're going to make a whole day out of it. I like to do, I like to go out and do a movie, but also there's like, I looked at dark Phoenix. I'm like, that seems like, it might be a rental for me because I've never had the, cause that's the type of movie I always go see in theaters. I'm like, mm-hmm. what is it like to just watch it for the first time in my living room with my friend? And we can turn to each other and talk about it periodically throughout the movie instead of waiting until the very end. Let's try this one time. Let's yeah, try the novelty of watching a movie at home and not in the theater. And other <laughs> times it's like, okay, I, I don't know if I've got 12 bucks for that, but give me a couple months and I'll definitely have three. Yeah, red box it or something. Yeah. You know? um, continuing in the Disney wheelhouse, Melissa, I'm sure you want to talk all about this. What is going on with Galaxy's Edge? Dang, Kyle, I don't. T- we might even have to save a lot of this for next week. There's too much to talk about if, with if, Galaxy's if, Edge. If you just want to give me the. Basics, because okay. I, I know it just opened, so I'm sure okay, there's going to be all sorts of stuff still coming yeah, out this next week. We can week cover the bullet points, well. and then there's going to be so much more coming out over the next week. Like, it just opened yesterday. This opened May 31st. Mm-hmm. I have watched a lot of videos, like, you know, from uh, people who got in early, people who got in the day of, you know, media people, regular people, all kinds. Yeah. The land is gorgeous it's so deeply world built it's so intricately detailed and immersive it's big too like it's set kind of far apart from the rest of disneyland because it's only the disneyland one that's open disney world is coming later this summer Mm -hmm. it's far enough away that you can't see anything else from disneyland around you you can't see the castle you know, you can't see the mission breakout or anything. I guess that was to keep the immersion. Yeah, yeah. That's something Disney's really big into. Like, you're not right. supposed to see the landmarks from any other area when you're in another area. You can't see Big Thunder Mountain when you're in Tomorrowland. Like, it's supposed to be very sectioned off to make sure you're always in that mindset of wherever it is you're supposed to be. And they've done that with Galaxy's Edge. Like, it's big. It's kind of down this mysterious winding path that becomes more and more sci-fi like the longer you walk on it and you're really dropped in there like Mm -hmm. there's like if you look down at the ground they have patterned droid tracks into it Nice. like they took like the real wheel from like a r2d2 model and sort of ran it through the concrete while they were while they were designing this whole thing to make it look lived in like it looks grimy it yeah. looks like you are on just that's, some. That's big for Star desk. Wars. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. You need to make it look lived in and. Yeah, it's just like some that. junky desert outpost. That's good. In, 
a really fantastic way. Yeah, the aisle, the um, the walkways are all big, <laughs> which, well, is, <laughs> which is a, a weird thing to compliment. But news like, this week: the headlines, the walkways are big. <laughs> I'm mostly fascinated right. by this as just a logistical concern. This is gonna be wildly popular I'm this is sure, gonna be yeah. slam packed for like the next two calendar years and yeah. the big question is how is disney going to deal with that how are they going to try and lighten the load as much as they possibly can and i'm looking at this land and it is like there there are wide spaces like there's lots of little nooks and like walkways where people can like step aside if they need a break and I watched a video of somebody walking through the queue to get to the Millennium Falcon ride. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this queue keeps going. This building is so big so that they can put all of those people in there and they don't have to stand outside. Like, yeah. how much of the line can we fit inside this, like, shaded air-conditioned building? Like, that's so... Like, it's artistically fantastic and also like, okay, this is looking logistically sound. Like, this looks like they were really smart about building this, not just creatively, but like in a guest services capacity. There you go. Good. Good yeah, stuff. yeah. Cool looking merch, cool looking snacks. Yeah. You could have a lot of in inter interesting stuff you could get there and eat. I'm excited. I've been to... I, I see I I'm not enough of a Disney fan to know which one's which. Which is the Disney one down in like Orlando and stuff like that? Is that that's, Disney World or Disneyland? Okay, Disneyland is the one in California that was built first. Okay, you so have I've to been have a to land Disney World before you can have a world. Disney World is the big one that was built in Florida after Disneyland. Okay, yeah. So I've yep. I've been to Disney World then a couple of times. Um. It's been a long, long time, but uh, yeah, it's fun. It's it's yeah, it's immersive. <sighs> it's crazy. Like I, I would love to go to the Star Wars thing. I would love to to whenever they get their like Marvel world all set up and all of that stuff. That yeah, just. Okay, well, 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 not to rain on your parade, but the thing, Kyle, is that because of the Marvel park that's already in Universal Studios Islands they of Adventure in Orlando. All of them, I've heard about that. Exactly, yes. So that's why they're building a Guardians of the Galaxy ride down in Epcot because that those are characters that really did not hit it big until the MCU mm -hmm. and the or Universal Park was built before that, and that's a lot of the other big characters that were bigger throughout history, like Spider Man, Hulk you know thor all of them x-men that's already like they can take anything that universal did not already cover so that's yeah. why they're like okay well nobody believed in guardians of the galaxy until like you know 2014 you know, you know, so here we go after like a year of the star wars thing they're gonna be rolling in even more money than they're already mm. rolling in and i'm sure they're gonna be like hey we want to buy the rights back and we, so we can add, start, you know, putting it all back in and stuff. They're like gonna that. do it in Disneyland and in like some of the international parks, like Paris and Hong Kong, I think. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that is like a longer term plan, I think, yeah. for Disney World. Like once all the sense. rights are figured out, 
then we can get to the rest of them. But that Guardians coaster they're building is supposed to be the biggest indoor coaster in the world, and the building is crazy huge, and I'm so excited. Interesting. So apparently, also on the Kind of Funny podcast, Mm. Tim was recently at Disney World. But, uh, all right, so the Kind of Funny podcast, they do this thing where their listeners are their quote-unquote quote best friends uh-huh. so they there was like hey best friends you know something 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 and that's kind of what listening to the podcast is supposed to feel like you're just sitting yeah. down with your best friends talking about stuff um mm-hmm. and apparently the star lord like the good one in all of the disney stuff is a kind of funny best friend um when mm-hmm. ever they do advertisements with the guardians of the galaxy and star lord is in there he's the one that they use like all of the advertisements and commercials and all of that stuff he is the good star lord nice um and so tim went there and he got like a whole bunch of like behind the scenes tours and all all sorts of stuff of, of just like hey you might not know this, but there's four. What's what's the? Is it in? It must be in Coco. I I I don't know. What's the one that has the like iguana or the chameleon? The chameleon character. Come on, Melissa, don't That's fail me now. Tangled. That one. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you just so, got it like a whole studio in several years wrong. You know what? <laughs> I, I literally just said, I'm not the Disney fan here. I don't know what <laughs> okay, is, this, is, is happening. This is what I am here for. This is yes. my purpose on yes, Earth. Exactly. Uh, but, like, they have a bunch of the, like, mi- 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 miniature statues mm-hmm. of, of him just sitting out there. And he was like, in this section, there's 14 of them. Can you find them all? And it's it's also planned out. So when you're looking at one another one is not within your value or stuff like that like they are all in like completely different sections and stuff but it's not something you would like really like it's not like a big statue to superman that they you know have. it's just like it's tucked away it's hidden yeah you have to like be looking for them like be in the know to know where they are and stuff like that. So he he was told a whole bunch of that stuff. I was like, oh, that's neat. That's cool. I've not been there in so long. They are full of Easter eggs like this. Like, don't oh, yeah. d- don't get me started on Disney World stuff. <laughs> I could talk for a long time. I'm sure I, you could. I'm going to come back next week with more more Galaxy's Edge findings, especially because podcast the ride, my very favorite podcast for theme parks or any other topic. They go. didn't do the regular Friday episode because they're like, we are going to Galaxy's Edge on opening day. You'll hear from us on Monday. We tried to record like live in the parks just on like, I don't know why I'm doing the phone gesture. Like they've got like little battery kids. pack, you know, like little battery pack microphones and lavaliers that they're walking around trying yeah. to record with. So we're going to hear that. We're going to hear like everything from them. So I'm going to get more of a firsthand perspective than I'm getting from these like uh, promotional videos and, and vloggers and things. So I will come back next week with a ton more findings on Galaxy's Edge. Sounds good to me. I say we wrap this up. Yeah. 
We have been talking for a little while. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where yes, you can dollars. throw us your life savings. Throw us all the dollars. Uh, we would like to give a big shout out to Sam and, mm-hmm. and Christine for supporting us at the $5 tier. Uh, you guys help keep the lights on, keep the mics on, stuff like that. We appreciate you guys. Uh, let's see. We have live streams of the review show you can get at the $1 tier. You can get all our episodes early. At the $3 tier, you can get all of our exclusive content. Coming up in the next couple weeks, we're going to be recording uh, an exclusive episode on Mob Psycho 100 Season 2. Because mm-hmm. we've already covered it on a... Or we've already covered Season 1 on a past episode of the review show that is out public to everyone. Uh, but let's see. What else did we do? Gravity Falls. Yes! This Tell is a summertime one, show. Kick off your summer watch season one of gravity falls and listen to us talk about it yeah hell yeah uh we also have an episode of the review of the review show coming up uh on flavors of youth Mm -hmm. it is a short anthology film which you can watch on netflix it is three little anime short stories Mm -hmm. uh all packed into one uh you and i are going to be recording that tomorrow yeah. We also did. I I I really really liked that we did this. But last week here on the Captain's Log, yes. we did E3 predictions. I'm a big video game fan, but Melissa, no, not so much. I'm not. I don't know anything about <laughs> so it. So I asked you to be my magic eight ball, yeah, uh, and be like, "Is this gonna happen, Melissa? Tell me." <laughs> And that was a lot of fun. So we'll we'll check back in a in a couple weeks here when E3 is all done. Some of this stuff is already yeah. out there. We, we already have a, a, answers. Yeah. yeah, we already have a new Death Stranding trailer and a release date. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, the whatnots.com is our website where you can find out more. Melissa, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And I am at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. And you can uh, find updates for this show or any of our other podcasts at The Whatnots on Twitter. Go subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow mm-hmm. us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash The Whatnots. Subscribe, like, share, sell your soul. Do what you need to do. Go leave a review or something. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We'll be here next week. Uh, yeah. Let's get out of here. All right. Adios. Bye. <laughs>